Is this thing on? <laughs> Brother Tim. Ooh, that sound like a real knock. That did sound like a knock. Let him in, y'all. We let no days off here. They made a mistake. They gave us microphones. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey. You know, we don't want to be the podcast that's out and no one can be able to hear us. Huh? I love when I get to sit across from you and do this podcast. Sorry, brother. <laughs> it's almost like we're saying shade is honesty. It's like, well, have your emotional moment. Nobody said that you could it. You can still be strong. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna read her too hard. So that's my motto. Like when you have a go urges, just jack off and go do something productive. Like, taxes for fruit, y'all. <laughs> taxes for fruit. <laughs> Hold me accountable. Too. Somebody being willing to fall on the <sighs> And once they do that, they need to explain <laughs> the repercussions of their decision. Right. Woo, 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 woo. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of these people want their guns because they have an agenda. I feel like they're going to stockpile weapons and one day they're going to try to come and kill all the black people. That's what I think. Oh my God. Is this thing on? Is this thing on? <laughs> Ooh, that sounded like a real knock. That, that did sound like a knock. Let them oh in, y'all. We let no days off in. They made a mistake. They gave us microphones. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to No Days. Oh, yes. Oh my what God. is good, people? Happy Sunday. Yes. I mean, is. I don't know if it's Sunday for y'all, but it's Sunday for us. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So this is the first No Days Off podcast. Very first. And I might pee on myself just, just a, a little, little bit. bit. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, brother. I love you, too. Brother, tell them about you. Who are you? Oh, my gosh. I am. Oh, my gosh. I am No Days Off. I'm a part of No Days Off. That's. Oh. Oh, I just love it. Oh, but anyways, um, oh, my name is William. Uh, Will, Willie. I don't know, whatever you want to call me. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I am William, and I'm just so honored to be here with you and, and share this experience and be a part of this awesome project. But um, yeah, I'm from originally from Brooklyn, New York, born and raised, moved mm-hmm. to California mm-hmm. for many, many years, mm-hmm. came back, lived here for many, many years, went back to California for two years, and now I'm back. Damn, a couple months back and um, frequent flyer yes, miles must be all just off in the chain. 2018 with all my friends back here in New York, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm just really happy to be here and to see what's uh, what's up for us, me, everyone. It's all good. Yay, bienvenido. We love to have you here in New York. Yes, we got you back. So I'm happy to have you. And who are you, Chocolate? Well, hi everybody. My name is Chocolate. <laughs> um, no, my name is Donovan, and Oh my God! Who am I? I'm a black man. Black as hell. I'm from Brooklyn. Brooklyn as hell. You know what I'm hell. saying? I got a mommy. She's Jamaican. She's really pretty. Jamaican as hell and pretty mm-hmm. as hell. I have a dog named Quinn. Cute oh, as hell, you, brother. Um, she's cute too. She's in her playpen right now because if she was out here, she would be probably trying to get inside of the microphone because she's extra, extra as Amara. hell. But listen, I'm just really, really happy to like finally have a podcast. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I, I don't either. Uh, Who knows? Yeah, but I, you know, I enlisted you because I figured you know better than but me. We're in doing most it cases. together. That's <laughs> we're the cool doing part. it together. But you know, like no days off. Yeah. What? What? What, what is, is no days what off? What is it? Right? What is it? Okay. Hi, I'm Bob, and um, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but can you please explain to me, like, what No Days Off is? Well, Bob, no shade, but it's probably not for you. Okay! Okay. (laughs) No, but... um, (laughs) Oh, ignore my, like, very aggressive cough. I'm, like, getting over the flu, but the show must go on, right? Okay, the flu don't stop nobody. It don't stop no train, No Days Off. Um, Okay, so basically, I... No Days Off is, like... It's like it's it's evolved into this, but it started way, 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 way back in the day. 
um, I would say like 2010, mm. in my Bushwick apartment with my then ex-boyfriend. The loft. I love that space. Though. Oh, my gosh. It was huge. I love that apartment. If I could like have that apartment without all of the leaks <laughs> and the really, really, really bad slumlord landlord, yeah. you know, like... I would totally live there. But since not, I'll just settle for my current slumlord, right? Which anyway, is way better. Which is way better. And they're actually kind. I think they have because a Because this is the headquarters for no days off. You're right. You're like, right. Like, how do we we're do that? Grateful. We're grateful. <laughs> we're grateful. As we look and look at the fireplace. Yes, we have a fireplace blazing in the background. I y'all. know. I we'll know. We'll send you our photo. Exactly. We'll tell you how to get it on Amazon as well. Okay. Yes. Um, but yeah, so basically I had a brand. It was called Apartment 17. Mm-hmm. And it was a place that I wanted to have kind of like a footprint in the digital space where men, especially gay men can come and kind of like have a place where they can get, or we can get like some information about how we can grow our souls, how we can grow our closets, how we can grow our minds and how we can expand our, you know, perspectives. And so I would write on my bed and I did the website and I like did all of this shit. I even got you to help me write, especially on the fashion side at that time. Yes, that was really fun. It was great. I love doing it. Um, if you hear any other sounds, it's probably like our technology. We still, we're we very fancy, and here. we're still figuring it out. Okay, so. don't you judge us. We don't know what right. the fuck we're doing. We're gonna edit the shit out of this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but um, anyway, from there it kind of evolved. Like I couldn't manage to do the website anymore. I got it up to like, I think we did about one hundred and forty-seven thousand unique visitors a mm-hmm. month at one point. Before I was like, you know what, I can't do this anymore. I had a regular job. Shannon had gotten sick. My sister had gotten sick. And it just come it just came time to end apartment seventeen right. um online. So this is kind of it like rebirthed, creating another kind of bigger, s- better bigger and better space to kind of give us what we need. Um, whether that be, you know, a little bit of ratch, a little bit of great, a little bit of God, a little bit of everything, but in it all it's in a search to find out who exactly you are, right. we are. Whether that be collectively or individually, there's always room to find something here. And through the video side of this, you know, of the um, No Days Off oh, brand, so good. to the podcast side, we just, you know, basically want people to understand that you have a home here. Mm-hmm. You have a place here where you can just say what it is that you're afraid to say. Right. You know, when you're feeling insecure, walking into a room with a whole bunch of gay men and feeling extremely intimidated mm-hmm. by that and, and, being afraid to say that, so you rather lash out, like those kind of things that I've experienced, right? Um, that I confess up to. It's a place that we can talk about those things, right? And say why it happened and what did we learn from it. And it can be a place where we can talk about, like, you know, like sometimes I just want to have some, some, some sex, right? And like, how do we deal with that? Do we just go and do that? I don't know. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, but I want to be able to talk about it without right. feeling judged. So that's what No Days Off is. So explain um, the two components. Uh, obviously, we have this podcast, yes. uh, which is great. And yeah. this, uh, you know, is also going to be a platform that's um, duly jointed with uh, the, the web portion. So yeah. just uh, explain a little bit more about those two components and what you can get from the actual web part of it and what you can get from the audio podcast side of it. Awesome. So I'll start with the audio since, that we're re- since that's what we're hey, doing Hey, can now. you hear me? Can you hear me now? Can, can you hear, hear me, me now? Hey, turn me up. ha. <laughs> Um, but anyway, um, so the podcast side, I am very, very excited about. It's more of our lack side, right? Like we just come here, we have conversations about every and anything. Easy and we're gonna have Exactly. And we're going to have every and anybody on this show. I want to talk to every and anybody who's had an experience and learned something from it. Exactly. Um, because that's what it's about. No Days Off is really about just getting to know yourself. Sometimes we find ourselves in situations where we're like, how the fuck did I get here? But 
where like, you win is yeah. when you talk about it and you say, this it's, is how the fuck I got It's here. learning and growing with yourself and other people. Exactly. And listen, it's a family. You know, we're a family. And this is this part of the podcast is to join you when you're taking a shower, join you on your way to work, join you when you're in the gym. When you're taking just, a shit. When you're taking a shit. When it's just easy and just to get us in your ear so mm-hmm. we can just talk to each other. Exactly. So that I can, we can get you to laugh, get you to cry and do whatever and just share some stories. Storytelling is the name of the game for us. Yes. Um, because that's where we win, and that's how I've experienced a lot of my own growth. And through. everyone is a storyteller. And everyone is a storyteller, but people don't really recognize mm-hmm. that. And I think that I recognize that I am a storyteller. I have really, really learned to inspire myself, and I think that that's what inspires other people. And that's just what I want to continue to do. And um, so it's like a lot more personal on this side. We'll talk about a lot more free-flowing content mm-hmm. and content that's like actually happening in the moment because the video side yes. is a lot more produced. So we have a an amazing um, set of panelists. We have Mila, Eric, we have um, Justin, we have you, Joseph, and myself. Mm-hmm. And shout out to Slay TV. And shout out to Slay TV for giving us the opportunity to collaborate on this project yes. with each other. Sean and Terry, you guys are awesome. Man. Yeah, we got to tell that story. We have to actually have them on. Oh, too. they're going to be on. They're yeah. done. Yeah, because they're amazing and big things are happening for that brand. So it's of course, it would be amazing to, to, you know, get tied with them. But I can tell you a little bit about that story. Yes. So, you know, I've been doing the grapevine for a while as a producer. Oh, shout, out a shout out to Ashley the grapevine. Shout out to Ashley Akuna. Ashley. You beautiful Nigerian queen, you. Mm, Let mm, me tell you Ebo. something. My Ebo queen. And, and Amanda Scott, yes. who also produces very on the talented. show. Very talented, very hardworking, dope-ass mother, really, really cool-ass, fun wife. I know her husband as well, Darren. And it's so funny because they have like this really, really cool kid, and they have like this really, really dope kind of like cool apartment building in, mm-hmm. in New Jersey. And I was watching them the other day when we were having a meeting, and I'm like, yo, she's doing a lot. Mm. She has a family. She's doing this. She's building another brand. And then Ashley's sitting there, like, eating her, like, smoothie, like, drinking her smoothie, rather, and plotting to take over the world. And I'm sitting there, and I'm just like, wow, here I am, a part of this project. I have this other project, this other project, and, like, all of my friends are doing amazing things. But it all started for me with the grapevine Mm -hmm. in terms of getting, you know, on the video side of the house. Right. So it was, it's so basically, Ashley and I worked together um at AOL I hired her mm-hmm. to come in and work there we got to know each other I told her about my wanting to do this talk show um for for gay folks mm-hmm. and she was talking about this talk show that she's been working on already and it was like this cool millennial based debate show and she got hers off of the ground again she had like relaunched and she invited me to come in on as a as a panelist and I was like oh my god this is amazing oh, wow and then shortly thereafter she asked me to come on as a producer which was amazing because now that I think about it and I see the way that kind of God and the universe mapped right. it out for me is that the grapevine gave me an amazing foundation to then launch this idea. So my idea had to wait. Right. You know what's awesome? It this had is, to wait. This is, totally reminds me of um, Issa Rae when she talks about working laterally. And it's so awesome to see because, again, everyone's always trying to scrap to the top, scrap it's to true. the top. It's true. And you have so many dope, talented, intellectual thought-provoking people around you but you oh trying God. to get to the t- you know what i mean and i think exactly. it's so awesome and it's like like you said in due time if you do the work and you you know you make the connections look at where no days off you know what i mean and you, exactly and you got to be you know kind of got propped up by such a great pl- platform at like the grapevine and that's so so awesome exactly every time i think about the grapevine i get like i don't know i feel like it's 
my child. It's amazing. I had you the know? pleasure of uh, going to the latest taping of yeah. the Grapevine in uh, with the beginning of January, was it? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, um, so it's so it's like that, um, hey, everybody at their own TV <laughs> land. It's so cool to see something that you've watched and heard. You know, we've always talked about it and we will, you know, watch it after it airs. But actually being there yeah. and feeling the energy of the people and um, having all of these people come together from Jersey and Brooklyn and all these different places and, and coming for people fly, eight, people fly nine, from California, even to be sometimes on the show. 10 hours to come and have these really awesome dope discussions that are sometimes difficult sometimes sad sometimes hard to get through it's just so that energy in that room it's just it's un, unmatched. unmatched yeah it's it's it is beautiful and to be a part of the production team and to be able to say like what are we going to bring to the table for people to talk about as a content creator it is the most rewarding Thing to see the conversations that you bring to the table have people go and just take out into the world a lot of times you know you feel like oh my god i just want people to be a little bit more respectful and understanding of each other right. but then at the same time you know including myself um but at the same time it's kind of like this is what we do you know yeah, what i mean exactly oh yeah doobity here you go yes. brother right up that doobity. doobity um but at the same time for me it's kind of like this is um what's necessary and then also when in developing no days off and refining what i wanted the show to be i was worried like okay well i'm producing on this show i cannot have this show look anything like the grapevine right yeah you know it's different in nature so but then so similar because we're talking to millennials right um but you know the more that i was like you know what i'm just donovan the donovan that i am on the show is a donovan that is no days off that's your brand. The brand and that's my brand and then in developing the show i just really really fell in love with the grapevine more right because i was like the grapevine is such a unique and you find that it's so it's so different mother still show. it's so different like no like no days off is a show that is specifically for you know the the person who's ready for this type of conversation right the grapevine is a show that's also ready for that but it's more i feel like it's just more university like right. it's like you come to this table at the grapevine so you can hash out how to be a fucking adult a adult, man a woman uh, you know what i mean a, 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 a person who's gonna have to deal with other people in society you come here and we can kind of hash out how we all participate and contribute to the problems and to the solutions and while i and i realize that no days off is really about how do you work out those inner solutions right um on like a more individual basis and i'm like with that with even noticing that it made me fall more once again more in love with both projects so i'm just really 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 happy to be here to have gained the experience on the grapevine and then being able to bring that to this show and highlight its individual kind of like dna and um fingerprint so yeah 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 so, i don't know if that answered your question at all if i was just rambling but no so what would you, you say know your absolute favorite part about being uh, just a producer in general whether it's for the grapevine or um, now going into uh, no days off what would you just what would you say is just your favorite part about producing um, a show get my doobity in okay well I think my favorite part would definitely have to be dealing with people mm -hmm. um, because it's a multi-layered function like this people kind of pleasing people um, relating to type of 
thing that comes with being a producer. You have to have a kind of, you know, I did, I, I am a sociologist. Mm-hmm. That's who I am, like inside of my heart. Like I really, really am interested in why people do what mm-hmm. they he do. Study me down, to child. Each other. <laughs> <laughs> like, why do we do the things that we do with each other? You know, psychology. Um, was something when I was in school, I was like, eh, this is just a little too individualistic for me. I want to know why people do the other things that they do to other people. Right. But you see how they work in tandem. And it grew my interest in like spirit. Mm-hmm. And although like you don't think about like spirituality and producing in the same vein, it really, 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 really for me goes hand in hand. Yeah. Because I feel like through producing content that is thought provoking, you can engage people's spirits. Right. You can engage parts of their minds that they otherwise would not want to activate. And then if I can then do that, you know, as a panelist, I realize that being in that space, I can then do work. And create to, the content. To exactly. Then to take it to another place. Having brought the conversation via production, I can then go ahead and through my experience and through my voice, I can then bring spirituality into the place mm-hmm. and bring intellect to it and bring emotion to it. And that's who I am. Right. That's how I balance it out. So from a production side, it's like it's like a window in. Yes. See, this is why I'm really excited um, coming on as a producer yeah. uh, for No Days Off because I've always been you know, similar to you. I've always been in entertainment, you know, uh, the talent. more so now uh, getting into it more being the talent, but um, really honing in on being able to create content for myself and for others. Yeah. Um, that was something um, during my my journey of self-discovery, I wanted to see more people like me, you know, um, as far as gay representation as, as a black man. Right. And um, this is why this is so important to me because you sometimes see things for what they are and it's like, oh, I can't do this or I can't do that. Mm-hmm. But when you really start to get into doing the work for yourself, it's like I can literally create anything mm-hmm. that I want to and I will. Absolutely. And it's going to be beautiful. And it's yeah. going to, you know, depending on, you know, your motives and stuff like that. But so I'm just really excited to come on and um, add my thoughts and my suggestions along with you. And, you know, we've known each yeah. other for so long. So I'm just really blessed that you asked me to be a part of this whole thing. Oh, my you know gosh. I mean? It was it was like so easy. Easy breezy yellow polka dot bikini. Okay, because I I said to myself, you know what, like, I would love to con- have continuous conversations with people. You know, I always thought about this, like, okay, well, I'm gonna have a show. I'm gonna be interviewing people over and over and over again. Da 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 da. All right, cool. I've done that. I I do it continuously. You know, I love engaging in conversations with people, especially conversations that really cause people to think in a different way. However, what better way to do it than somebody who is actively on their journey? Yeah. Like you are actively on your journey. You have an award winning personality. Oh my gosh. You're super, super cool. I know you like the back of my hand in terms of like what kind of wonderful person you are and what what you're willing to do and how vulnerable you're willing to be to help somebody else. You know what I mean? And for that, for that combination of efforts. I really just felt like it was just like a, a win, you know, for me to have asked and then for you actually to have said yes. I was like, fuck. And I know what, what's awesome is because you allowed me the opportunity to see like what I can actually do. And it's oh, yeah. not a, it's not a, it's not about always having it always all together and having it perfect and, ha- you know, yeah. sometimes 
using yourself as on putting yourself on display as hey i'm going through it just like you or i'm learning it just like you i don't know all yeah. the, it, it helps me it helps the people like it shows my you know transformation my transition into different things and I just think it's really cool because now I, the pressure, I don't have the pressure like, oh, I have to be perfect to, in yeah. order to do something. Oh it's like, I'm like using myself as a vessel, like use me, God. Like, yeah, you, know you know what, what I mean? Like, let's do that. Ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about perfection. Okay. So this is like really, really major for me because I am a recovering perfectionist. Okay. Pray for me. I, you know, it's still, it's still a work in progress, but I am nowhere near who I used to be in terms of seeking perfection constantly and right. just being disappointed over and over and over again. But that was like a problem. I think I learned that in my childhood, you know, having this thing where, you know, expectations of you just being 100% all the time. Right. Um, but that was the thing that constantly held me back. Everything has to be perfect before I ever start <coughs> anything or before I ever like put <coughs> all of my weight behind anything. Right. And it's such a mind fuck because perfection is not obtainable. Even if you are, even if you have perfect moments, everybody has their rise and everybody has their falls. But you have to know who you are, you know? That's the most so, important. So in terms of perfection, another reason why I wanted to talk about that or why I think it's just such a great transition or a segue or a talking point is because perfection is constantly being sold to us. Right. And... I feel like sometimes as somebody who advocates for mental health um, and for emotional intelligence and for people to really embrace who they are, that when I say things like, you know, let somebody do whatever that they want to do or blah, blah, blah. People, is, people think that I am saying essentially in order to be perfect, do these things. And, I, you know, I've seen comments like that. <laughs> da, 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 da. They're wrong, honey, wrong. <laughs> I am not here to sell anybody perfection. I think that that is a stupid fucking That's waste of hell. time. That is bullshit on a stick. Okay, return to sender. If somebody so tries gonna, to sell you that, so shoot him in the forehead. Wrap that coal, that gift, that coal. A brick. Okay. Denied. Like, that does not work. You know what I mean? So perfection um, is just something that I realize is just something that will continue to hold you back, continue to give a, a false sense of i don't know a reality mm -hmm. that is that is very limited and you know it's very limited and you know what's so funny and i'm sure you've experienced it i know i'm i've experienced it so many times and i'm sure other people can relate and it's and it puts things into perspective for me uh let's just say i'm walking out the house and i'm like oh i didn't i didn't do x y and z like my regular and i don't really feel like my full you know my full 100 percent self as far as the way i look you know and then somebody's like Oh, I, you look great today. And you're like, what? Like, yeah, I didn't even barely did anything. I yeah. don't even do my normal routine. I just walked out the house and, you know, and it's kind of like, wow. You know what I mean? When you really like are in your, your own moment and you're in yourself, it's like, that's when you get the most unexpected results. Yeah. It's just really funny. Yeah. Like, I mean, just be you just like, don't try so hard. You're already kind of perfect in your own way. Like you're perfect by just only because being there's only one imperfect. Yeah, exactly. You're, like you're perfectly imperfect, as corny as that has it's sounded like you're the every perfect time you've you. ever heard it. 
yeah, you're the perfect version of you. You are unique to you. Just do what you do and continue to grow and continue to get to know yourself, right? And I don't think that you can continue to get to know yourself if you're already perfect. What do you get to know? Everything that you do is correct and everything, every experience that you curate for yourself is going to be right and correct. That's bullshit. It doesn't work. So now that we know that we're not selling perfection here at No Days Off, we cuss, we smoke weed, we... And love unconditionally. Yep. Um, we love ourselves. We promote healing. Um, we encourage truth telling. And I think that's the most important. We encourage truth telling. Yeah. We encourage yeah. truth telling. The truth is hard. It's hard. Um, but who can tell your truth better than you? It's like, nope, I'm going to tell it before. What? Get out of here. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying go around and tell everybody your secrets. Yep. <laughs> right. I'm saying don't lie to yourself and tell yourself that you're a piece of shit. Exactly. You know, like, don't continue to lie to yourself and tell yourself that you're a victim of everything all the time. Right. Like, you, like we need to take some accountability there, you know, and then you can also be a little bit kinder to yourself in certain ways, too. There's a whole lot of different kind of truths, you know, but we have to be willing to talk about them and, and be, I'm sorry, we have to be willing to talk about them and be willing, you know, little New Yorker came out there just right. now. Um, but we have to be willing to just be upfront, but, for, but first and foremost with ourselves. Yeah, that's the most know, important. Right? I so, think that was, yeah, that's something that's definitely been with me within the last couple years. Again, really deciding, okay, you're you're approaching your 30s and things are not mm -hmm. necessarily the way you want. What are you going to do? How do you want the next X, Y, and Z? And it's like, mm -hmm. that was kind of the reason why I moved to California because, you know, so many people had a pretty decent job, you know, I had my own apartment, little cute little dog, you know, I got to do pretty much what I want off on the weekends. And to most people like, yeah, oh, he has a pretty, pretty decent life. And, you know, yeah, it was, it was, it was nice. But I, for myself, I had this moment where I was like, is what, what does the next 25, 30 years look like? Does it still reside in this 700 square foot apartment? You know what I mean? With this, you know, semi-decent job where I'm like just kind of getting by like oh I'm yeah, whatever like so for me it was just like I, I wanted more not only for myself right. but I knew that I wanted to do things for the people around me and uh, based on the conversations that I was starting to to have I knew that I had to do something with that and some people would call it you know running away from your problems but I actually ha made a very, very, very sound decision to, you know, uproot myself and move uh, back to California uh, because I've been here for 10 years. So for me, it was like I've been here for 10 years. I've had a job. I've never been homeless. I, I can make I've, I'm good. You know what I mean? I didn't have to prove anything to myself anymore. So the thing that I had to prove to myself uh, after that was like, hey, if you really believe in yourself and you think that you can do some great things. You could, you ha you have to be able to do that in New York, California, Alaska by yourself with yourself. So that is something that I just really, you know, um, used as my foundation for me uh, to really say this is the decision that I'm making. I'm going to move. It's going to be hard. I'm giving away my apartment. I gave up my my dog, my child. Like that was hard. Like I weeped and cried and weeped and cried. Right. You know what I mean. And still no matter how much it hurt I, I knew something in my soul told me you have to do this because if you don't this path that's okay is just going to be okay and and that's not what you want and, for your and life. that's and you need to do better that's and, not you, enough. and you need more than okay because you're more than okay right like you're outstanding and that's just what i, I i've been learning in the last couple of years and yeah. that's what's been with me so 
this whole no days off approach to life is is so 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 important to me because it's like as long as you have a breath in your body you should be doing something with it right and it doesn't always have to be done in these monumentous ways you know what i mean but just do something do some, just being a good person and doing something like hey i just want to you know say good morning to like I, that's something that i do now I'm, like, I'm just gonna say good morning to people yeah you know what i mean and and it makes me feel good it makes you feel good and it's genuine and it's something you know just implementing little things has you know been able to propel me to do bigger things bigger things bigger things bigger things so again having that no days off approach to just life and you know unless you're dead you need to just keep going. I mean, right like don't be dead don't right. be all dead and stuff well you know since you mentioned the no days off approach to life I'll tell everybody a little bit about what the meaning of no days off is for us, right? So exactly, there's a duality to it for me in thinking about like what the hell was going to be the name of the brand. I knew that Apartment 17 meant so much to me, you know, as being like a safe place to grow. Um, that's what it meant, you know, a right. place you that you create and you make it beautiful and you um, just make it a... a uh, a retreat for yourself so that you can become and evolve into whatever it is that you want to do say or be safely. Um, even though the no days off still embodies that. Mm -hmm. um, when I was thinking of the name, this kept resonating with me because in the way that you take off no days, right? Like that's hard working. We do it. We get up every fucking day. We go to these corporations that don't give a shit about us. Not that one get fuck. rid of us in a second. And we work and we work and we work and we complain and we complain. Some of us, we work until we die. And then work in for fear. These people. Like, oh, and I'm going to lose still, my job. And then half of the time still owe somebody money somewhere. Even after working for these people forever. Why not have that same approach to your own self, exactly. to your own soul? My thing is, is that I want to create. I wanted to create a brand that encourages people constantly in new and creative, old, and future ways of getting to know yourself. Because I believe fundamentally that if you take care of yourself, you will be equipped with everything that you need to take care of other people and to take care of humanity. And with that disconnect, without not understanding who you are, exactly. you are bound to abuse and not get to understand the people and the things and the beauty around you. So my thing is, let's not take any time away from continuing to get to know who we are. So that's one way. So let me just say mm -hmm. something, y'all. This is why I call him Dopra, <laughs> because he gonna, he gonna give it to you real, you know what I mean? And that's why I love No Days Off because, you know, you've been, you know, people say, oh my God, Oprah or whatever, that you would make their jokes. But again, <laughs> you've created this platform and it's going to be so cool and sexy and fun and lighthearted, oh but serious and all these elements. And like, I, we're coining the term Dopra, like you are <laughs> Dopra. Thank so you, brother. I've just got to say that because, you know, you really just resonate with people and you really, you know, um, kind of cut it down in little bite sized little candies that people can just oh. like, you know, and like, and that's really, really, really cool. So thank you. That's, brother. I mean, that's what's helped me. You know what I mean? You've wow. helped me grow in those ways. And I really, really appreciate that. Thank you, brother. That means a whole lot to me. You know, I love Oprah. I feel like Oprah, like I, like Oprah in my mom's house. And like my Angelou, my grandmother, right. all of these women like really, really impacted my soul. 
you know, in the same way that, you know, the, the men in my family did in the, in different ways. In different, yeah. The women were always just so nurturing to my soul. So I really appreciate that because as a, as a balanced person, for me, I've always been concerned about the people around me because even I think I was telling you recently at my grandmother's 80th birthday party, mm-hmm. we had a party for her. It was a surprise birthday. She came out in her beautiful red dress. Yes, Granny. And as I looked at her in that red dress, it's like she was just covered in love. So the red was just so appropriate, mm-hmm. covered in love. And I was like, wait a minute. I'm not this way because of me <laughs> at all. Right. This is where I come from. Mm. A very, very loving set of people. Exactly. And through some fortune, you know, Sarin on The Great Mind called me um, privileged before. Mm. And, you know, over the years, I got to ponder on that. And she's right. She's wow. right. I had a very, very, very privileged life. It was not easy. We were poor and broke as fuck. You know, all of that shit at certain times. And then we had a lot of money at certain times. But more than anything, those women gave me such love that I have a privilege that I think that a lot of people maybe never yep, have had. Exactly. So I'm grateful for that. Yeah, I feel the same way. Very, uh, very my family, a very similar situation. Uh uh, my mom and my dad's side, they're both very different. Yeah. Um, my dad's side in particularly, um, like nine kids, one adopted. Everybody has at least, you know, two kids. Mm-hmm. Big. But when this family, the way this family comes to get these, the, they all fly to each state that very frequently. Why? They have this in a group they meet. Love each, no, right. These mm. these motherfuckers have. I'm in it too. I mean, <laughs> us motherfuckers have group me, and it's literally like. 23 of us, but it's just uncles and brothers, sisters, uncles, nieces, and nephews. Oh, my God. That's and amazing. every time I'm in these spaces, I am just so, like, I literally, like, I cry. And I, I'm tingling because I'm like, wow, all this love in this room and the way that it doesn't matter who you are, what you look like. If you're in this family, you're in this family. Yes. And that was, like, being raised in that family. Like, I, I had the privilege of always being myself. Yes. That so that was privilege. that was my privilege. So no matter how gay I was or not gay I was or what I wanted to do or not wanted to do, that's they called me beef. Uh, <laughs> beef. Beef. That's what you've made fun of me of that for years. But you know what I mean. I was just beef. Yeah. You know what I mean. In all of my beef isms, whether I, you know, and I and I was a very very uh, varied kid. I did a lot of different types of things, and I think this is you know a very um, big reflection on the type of person and the things that I'm doing today. But the the way that my family loves me is just I right. I'm still like again having a father who was so open with me coming out with my sexuality and he was just like I love you even more he said that now he was like I love you even more because oh, he even my God. and so your dad your dad crazy is an extremely extremely poignant let, example let me tell of you no of, of no days off in terms of him continuously yeah. growing continuously, my dad raised me you know like yeah. what a great example of a man who never stopped right short right because he could have he could have if he would have followed all of the norms and maybe treated you the way that maybe some of the other men in his life he have, has heard of how they maybe would have treated their gay right. child or whatever the case may be you know what I mean? But he did not. Right. He didn't take the time away from getting to know probably, right. you know, who his son is and, so, and who you is. So. so even, I mean, I wasn't no like flaming, like, like you know, wearing dresses. No flaming like, cheeto. I, I didn't like You're playing not no flaming with, cheeto. I didn't like playing with dolls and stuff. But like, you know what I mean? My family just loved me 
through right, all right. of it, whether, you know, whatever I was doing. And I'm just so like, it's just really cool to be a part of something like that. Right. It's really, really, really amazing to know that, like, there are good examples of because, you know, I'm not saying that our child, I'm, I'm sure your childhood wasn't perfect. Oh, of course. And I'm not. certainly not saying that mine was perfect either. But these examples really, really rain when you can identify where your yeah, privilege ex- is. If you can identify, they really, really like rain as like huge examples yeah. of how your family right. really can set you up for life. So it was weird. So I never really had to come out. Yeah. Which was very interesting. So like even though I had this conversation with my dad, like uh and my mom a few years ago, I never really had to come out. And that's why I think it was like, okay, when is your show? Like, you know what I mean? Anyway, so Yeah, you you hungry? You wanna go get that cake? Like, right. you know what I mean? So I think that's really cool too. So I think for me, and you helped me, you know, understand this, that this is my story. And yeah. not all story, you know, again, it's not perfect. It, it, I have my, you know, uniqueness to my story, but it's mine and I can tell it and I can use it as a vessel to, you know, potentially help someone else. And that Absolutely. is what the cool part Absolutely. about that is. Your story is just a bridge. It's just another connector. Right. It's just another avenue to just bring souls together. So in the second, in the other way that No Days Off, Yes. You know, kind of like really, really touched me. And I was like, OK, this is perfect. Is that a lot of times I spent time daydreaming. I would spend so much time just simply thinking about like what the possibilities were. Oh, I wish if I could do this. I wish if I could do that. It's like, what the fuck, man? There came a time within the last, I guess, four or five years that it became very evident to me that it is what that you it is what you put in that you get out in mm. many, many, many ways, in most ways. Because all daydreaming doesn't necessarily get anything out. You have to put some work in. So right. this so what I'm saying in the other way is like stop spending time dazing off. There's no like you don't have to do that. You can actually take that dream that, that you have in your mind and bring it into reality right. just by starting. You know, this all goes into play. You know, the perfectionist waits until everything lines up perfectly so that they can pull the arrow, pull the trigger. You know what I'm saying? And, and, to be like, look at me, I'm perfect. But you oftentimes a perfectionist will find that things don't often come out right. perfect or don't go their way. You know, but when it does, it's like glorious. But when it doesn't, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. So I, I feel like it all works together. You don't have time to wait for things to be perfect. Mm-mm. You don't have time to constantly just daydream. Mm-mm. Why don't you just start today? You kind of have everything you already need. You do. You kind of have crazy everything part. you already need. What do need. we say? If, you, if um, you, you know, if you don't have the resources, you have the knowledge to get the resources. If Absolutely. you don't have the knowledge, you have, you know, the resources to get the knowledge. Right. So it's like, what are exactly. you waiting for? And I think that, you know, I remember, I think we're prime examples of that because yeah. I remember, baby, when we were, in like 2013-y, 14-y, um, and we would be like in the AOL offices. AOL doesn't exist anymore, but Ooh. the AOL offices, and we would be in a conference room um, just talking about like what we want to make happen, how frustrating it is that we can't make it happen. Right. And it's like, but the difference between that time was saying yes to certain things and not being afraid of myself. This mm-hmm. is I'm talking individually. Right. Um, it was about like, forging relationships that otherwise I would have think should have just came to me. Hmm. Right. And it was about taking a certain level of 
intelligence and arrogance out of it and made sh- and put in certain level of practicality into mm-hmm. an actual like producing my own right. life like if that's what you want here's a place and the time of some place that you probably need to be motherfucker than being in your house complaining or actually just dazing spending more off. time in the office dazing off like get out of that moment get into reality take your dreams bring them into reality with you and have at it mm-hmm. give them a fighting fucking that's why chance. i always use the term it's easy hard it's yeah. easy hard because obviously i don't know if it's because we don't want to do the work and we're like it's hard the work is hard i don't want to do the work but it's like it's so easy it's like you know you put yourself in front of those people go to those spaces you know what i mean half the hell of shit is free you know what i mean you can literally find yourself in an event and you know what i mean if you do i've seen people do so many things and angle things so different so many different ways i'm like (laughs) bra fucking bow because you no days off no no days days off off because you did that like how like you know what i mean and again going back to Issa ray i'm not what am i gonna oh i wish somebody would pick up my show i wish somebody you know what i mean no i'm good youtube is very free Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and that's it's been proven time and time again there's people been on their iphones and been like this is what my story is. Right. And boom. Right. Right. Absolutely. So, I mean, I think like it's a it's a surefire thing. If you're in a place in your life where you just want to have conversations with the intention of breaking through something. Right. Gaining some knowledge about something of, of a lesson, but not in this fucking like serious ooh, just right. tap your heel for inside <laughs> and you'll make out. Not that bullshit. It's like I'm gonna need what you to get out. <laughs> what you need to do is look at your life. And you wanted what you wanted to do. Oh, you wanted to. Oh, this is for me, y'all. This is for me. Right. Oh, you wanted to change your body, but instead of just setting your alarm for six a.m., right? Getting the fuck up, not even going to the gym, but going out into your foyer and like exercise. He got a, a foyer, little bit. y'all. You know, us, us Brooke, bitch. He talk about foyer and go out to your foyer and do some repetitions in the grand galley <laughs> of the galley galley. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Let me say it again. Right. <laughs> um, get out of bed and just go do some push-ups in the closet. <laughs> Is that better, brother? Right. Uh, do some um, push-ups in the closet. You know what I'm saying? You would just be that much closer. Right. But it's a decision. It is. It's That is like a really, really because fucking that basic 45 minutes means so much. You still gonna be tired, bitch, when you wake up at six forty. You right, mind you. I'll be like, who just? You just was so tired because you stayed up a little bit late watching Marvel's Agents of Shield. You fucking nerdy ass motherfucker. Like, get your shit together, okay? That is funny. As and fun. you know, it's funny, but it is literally no, yeah. the difference because because the person who is out there and changing their body made that effort. Yep. You know, and that's their win, and that is your loss, Donovan. Okay, and that's a fucking reality. And so for me as a person, I can say, listen, it's about looking at my decisions Mm -hmm. because, you know, I'm doing a whole book about this. But it's really, really about like looking at your decisions and saying moment by moment by moment by moment. It's a choice. You have choices to make. And the sum of those choices are essentially the reality of your life. The greater That's your life. All of the decisions that you've made, don't get me wrong, life does its shit. Right. And it, it gets has in to there. because it's all interconnected it's with all a whole bunch of other shit that's going on with us that we're dealing with that we have to make decisions to how to deal with. Yeah. And then when you kind of like insert yourself into your life. I'm like this doobity brother. Yes. Go for it, brother. Um, 
when you insert your own self into your own life and decide that you actually do have a steering wheel, you do have a part to play in this, and decide moment by moment, decision by decision, in order to get here, here are the decisions that I'm gonna make and stop fucking reacting to everything right. by being a victim and just saying, oh, this is what happened to me, so this is what I gotta do. Right. Instead of making empowering decisions, don't get, don't, and I'm, and I'm saying this because I had to have this conversation oh, with myself. Me too. Okay, so this is not a lecture. This is just like more so about like, yo, yo, what do you want to be? We're rooting for you. We're oh, all rooting, rooting for, for you. you. Shit. <laughs> what the fuck do you want to be? Right. Who do you want to be, motherfucker? No, because you, you can do it and you can, you can get close to it. You can get near to it. You can rub the booty of it or you can get never fucking close to it. You have a lot to deal, to do, sorry, with that outcome. Mm-hmm. And I want, and I realize that that is true. And the grapevine is, a, I think, a, a real great, a great example for me in my individual experience, especially with partners, like having Ashley and having like Amanda there, where we said, this is what we're doing. And this is where we wanted to go. And we made decisions about how much money we will have in our accounts. Some uh, long hours and lots how of money. How much time we would have. Yes. And, but that was a sacrifice. And make those sacrifices. And I don't, I'm like, wow, I don't think I really understood what sacrifice was until these recent couple of right. years. Um, not only because Again, of the great Shout out to Ashley Acuna. At, because she's been sacrificing so much. Watching her, she's the EP. So she's spent a lot of this stuff. Most of all of this coin is coming out of her pocket. Right. And people think that is, everything is free. Shut the fuck up. Anybody, you know, I mean, I've seen comments. You know, Didn't I, they say I, something I, about, I don't respond. oh, everybody, uh, Grapevine, and they have all these sponsors. Yeah, and- they wilding, they wilding. I try not to respond to negativity. I really just try to encourage, you know, the positive comments and the positivity right. going on that's in the comment section. Um, but I see people saying shit about, like, different shit. And my thing is, is like, you know, she pays for this all by herself. Yeah. Right? So. Shut the fuck up, first of all. you're giving a right. coin. I don't know, but you can jump off the side got, of a... You ain't got no motherfucking equity. Yeah, you ain't got no equity. Shut the fuck up. So anyway, um, all in all, like over and over and over again, these lessons keep coming. Like you just got to work hard. You just got to work hard. You just got to work hard. And you just got to believe in yourself. And, and enjoy I, it. And enjoy it. And you know what? We do. And and, and, and I and really, really... And, and that's why producing is so much fun. Right. You know, because it is work. You know, and it's been, once again, and Ashley, once again, does a lot of this uh, work scheduling, a lot of the t- conversations, you know, like a lot of the pre-production stuff she's handling. So, you know, because it's a lot of the same stuff that we do for this show as well. And it's just been so rewarding. It's been so rewarding because it's this dual thing of like learning and then educating. Right. Learning and educating. And I just love that kind of balance. Because we're I all love teachers being a and student students. and a teacher. I because it's it's like, that's the way it. of the universe. Yeah. You pay it forward. You yeah. get something, you give something. Mm-hmm. That Get something and get something. So speaking of getting and giving. <laughs> getting and giving, giving and getting. <laughs> um, I want to talk about dating for a sec. What you giving? What you getting? Because I'm giving. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so how do you like go about dating? Like all of this shit that we're talking about, right? Like being the kind of guy who is very aware of self, very into making empowering decisions for your life, having a vision, having a purpose. 
what the fuck is dating in 2018 like with that type of awareness or consciousness? You know, I don't want to sound corny, but it's about getting my shit together or and and keeping my shit together. Yeah. Um, cause I, th- I think it's, it's gotten together cause I've already claimed it and now it's just keeping it together and making the necessary steps to, you know, maintain it and go further. Right. But that's what it's really about. Because again, going back to what you were saying earlier, you can't help nobody if you can't help yourself. Right. And that's just, that's the fact. I, I don't, you, I don't, that's what it is. Right. So the more that I'm self-aware and the more that I continue to tap into that the more that i embrace that is the more that i can embrace that in others and see it in others and do it for others and i think um that's just what i what i intend to do with with dating um because i get to be myself even more around people you know and i think that's what's really cool about excuse me me being um back after two years is you know dating again is something that's gonna you know kind of be on my mind now you know now that i'm in the, that process of getting myself together it's like okay i'm work i've worked on this now I'm, i want to keep working on this now you know naturally i want to start thinking about dating so um i'm gonna just approach it with an open mind and continue to love myself and, and love the others that are in my company and uh do things with you know uh well intentions but i gotta go spit oh you gotta go get get it what you Oh God! Oh yeah, he is getting over the I'll flu, right y'all. Back. He coming back. Oh my gosh! Brother, talk to the people. Okay, I, well, I'ma just talk to you from where you doing a lot of rattling over there. I'm sorry, brother. <laughs> I'ma need you to get it together. You doing a lot of rattling, but um, girl, I don't even know what I was talking about. What you said? I'm just gonna finish. I know. I don't know what he was talking about, though. So I'm smoking a blunt right now. Well, not a blunt, because we stopped smoking blunt papers, but I'm um, having a little doobity. And it's with the, the natural, raw, organic papers. You know, because if you got to smoke, you got to do it right, okay? Oh, I'm just okay. all I'm saying. I can't be smoking out of them um, posters and... Uh-uh. They, they be spraying it with all types of all types of stuff. You got your spit bag. I hope the mic don't pick it up. Hitting them. Gross. Yeah, take this doobity. Thank you, brother. So, who was talking about? Zayden. Oh, yeah. So that's how I'm gonna um, approach that. So you haven't been dating anybody since you've been here. Um, Not that we have to talk about our dating life. Oh on no, the show. I mean, what's up? Um, I've been on a date or two. Um, I've also been like kind of reconnecting with people that I used to be involved with, and I don't know. I some I don't know how I feel about that because sometimes I'm always like, "Don't look back, girl." If you if you you know. If you left them, you left them for a reason. Mm-hmm. But during my process of, you know, doing more work, I I, I I do understand that things are nuanced. And, you know, if I can change, other people can change. And if I can do the work, other people can do the work. And if I'm willing to do all these things, then it's also capable in other people. And if I do come across those people that are also in that same capacity, then it is a possibility that I can reconnect with them. So I am, you know, <coughs> open to that idea as well as um, 
but also dating other people, new people. Again, with the same approach of just being as honest as possible. Because I think, man, I'm not saying that I'm not a, I don't coin myself as a liar. And I, don't, I don't think any of my friends do. But, you know, I think there's been a lot of times I've been very dishonest with other people, mainly because I've been dishonest with myself. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was getting in my own way. So I want to be as honest with myself as possible so I can be as honest. And I want someone to love me in all of my glory. I don't want to present myself in this perfect little package, especially when you're dating. Oh, this is me in my interview. You know what I mean? Like, I want you you to love the most annoying things about me. I want you to think the ugliest thing on my body is the sexiest treasure that, I don't know. You know what I mean? But in the sense of I just want to really, you know, just be really fully transparent. And I'm doing that more as a person for myself and that's something that I, you know, um, am, you know, practicing with my friendships and my family and having those discussions and saying, if I'm going to be a transparent person and honest, I'm going to be that across the board in all of my life with all of my relationships. And that's what I'm going to, that's how I intend to do that. Nice. So you're like, basically like, I'm going to do my shit. Mm-hmm. And enjoy it. And enjoy doing my shit. And that's my approach. And then being able to identify uh, more what's, for me and what's not for me yeah you know and being okay with those and you know and just understanding that this is how life works this is the universe everything is interconnected but there are things that are disconnected and you know what i mean everything yeah. isn't uh, printed out for you on a scantron where you can understand it right. you know what i mean so right yeah what about you oh man well, you know, I've been single for a long time. He's out been single for long, 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 Me too, long, girl. Time. It's been about seven years. I mean, I've been in a, f- a few situationships, as you would call it, but mm. it's, I, I, mm-hmm, I feel it. But it's been fan-fucking-tastic, Woo-hoo! okay? Being single is amazing. No, it is. And I always tell people it's really, really, really such a gift to um, have that time, especially as an adult. You know, after being in a serious relationship, it's like that time off that you get. A lot of us want to run from it. Like it's like fucking like it's a plague. Like you're. Oh, my God. I'm a loser. Oh, my God. I'm single. I'm not tethered to a dick. Right. What am I going to (laughs) do? I don't. I mean, don't get me wrong. I had my moments in there. So I'm being shady to me. You know, because it's. But I but I had to move past that. I had to move into a place where it was like, oh, shit, I'm getting to know myself. And the more and more I got to know myself and then I got to like myself. I was like, oh, shit, I want to, like, spend this time with myself as long as I can. I don't really I don't really want this to go interrupted. Mm -hmm. You know, brother, I got to I got to close the doobity. So you got to go. on. Mm hmm. Oh. No, but you were in the middle of your point. Okay. I gotta roll my doobie from the back to the front. Yes. Okay, I just went for it. I didn't know what's gonna happen. I was gonna pew. Yes. But whatever. And the same child. Thank you, baby. Um. But anyway, what the hell was I talking about? Um, dating, and then I was mentioning about the chicken. And- <laughs> oh Lord. The See. buzzards came around the way. <laughs> so this, yeah, from the front to the back to the to the to the. Okay, I'm coming right back. Hold on, no, no, we gonna we gonna, edit, we gonna edit this, brother. Don't you worry. It's still gonna be funny. Uh, that's why I'm okay with it. Cause some of it's gonna be in, some of it's gonna be out. Okay, I'm coming back. Molly, you in danger, girl. I just love doobie. It's just so good.
Oh my god. Okay, I'm back. It's like you prepare your food before you eat it. Right. Bitch, just take Ooh, forever. I, I say, should I have like pearl that or is it oh, fine? That's good. Okay. So I don't remember what I was talking about. <coughs> <coughs> good thing you got your spit bag. Girl. It's a whole thing. But don't worry, this whole like minute is gonna get edited out. <coughs> um, but what was I saying? Um, <coughs> I don't remember what I was saying. So, but when we talk about me dating, I think that's what we were talking yeah. about, like my turn dating. So, I mean, like I've been, I'm gonna start from my seven years. So, I've been single for like seven years. Right. It's been a long motherfucking time. And, oh, I was talking about all those moments. Mm-hmm. So I've had those, like, really, really shitty moments of just, like, really wanting to be with somebody, yada da yada da And then I got to learn and love myself for who I really am. I right. think that that's what the fuck I was talking about before. Oh, you said you really started liking yourself. Yes. And, and like, yeah. Exactly. So I think, like, that was, like, the major key for me. Mm. After, like, really learning to appreciate and love myself, spending time by myself, getting my own apartment, decorating my own apartment, choosing my own fucking colors getting my own furniture you know what i'm saying after having lived with somebody buy your own fucking soap get my own soap that's my soap and then all like oh my the soap lasts longer (laughs) who'd have thought you know so it was like really really great getting to know myself on that level and i think had i not been single i don't know if i would have been able to do that right and that's just the kind of work that i needed Mm -hmm. or that i needed to do for for my journey. Yeah, I was in solitude for like two years when I was in California. Mm-hmm. I think I went on one date. I mean, I probably had sex a couple times, but I'm sorry. I was a man. I was like, I need it. I need something to release me. Sorry. Um, but you know what I mean? But I, for the most part, I, like, I didn't really go out. I didn't go on dates. But you know what I mean? It was very rewarding because it was like, it was like, this is you. This is what you got. This right. is what you got when you're by yourself, and this is what you got when you're with someone. This is what you got when you're with your friends. Which, but this is what you got. Right. So you need to just love it and like it. And if you don't, work through it. You know what I mean? And that's okay, too. Have the moment. Sit in it. Cry. You know what I mean? Embrace those moments, too. Like, just yeah. do it. No days off. You know what I mean? And sometimes I'm just, you. yes, do it for you. Sometimes I'm like, today I'm going to cry, but tomorrow I'm not going to cry, and I'm going to get up. You right. know what I mean? And that and that's the the balance that I allow myself to have, you know what I mean? Yeah. But you know what? And that's how the universe works too. It'll get you right by yourself. Mhm. Okay, alone. Oh, I don't got no friends around me. <laughs> Ain't nobody calling me back and I need no right. you need yourself. Right. That's what this time is for. I had to deal with it. I'm sure you dealt with mm-hmm. it. I know you and you and you and you and whoever's listening has dealt with that. That time when you get so angry because you feel so alone. And you're like, where is everybody? Mm-hmm. And the universe is saying, you have everything Thing that you need, you need right to be now. By yourself. You have got to be by yourself. You. And you have to spend this time. And it fucking sucks. You may not like you. You may not know you. But this is the time that you get to figure that shit out. You know what I'm saying? And it's rough. I remember I was in this apartment on that fucking couch. I was so sick. I thought I was going to die. I was just so sick. I didn't know what was wrong with me. And I had gone to the doctor, and the doctor didn't quite know either. And then eventually we figured we figured out what was going on. But I was, so, I was in such a place of, like, self, 
loathing, I guess, just from like, why am I so sick? Blah, 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 blah. Right. Um, that had I like made more of an effort to get to the doctor sooner and take care of this sooner, that they would have been like, oh, well, this was just an infection, mm-hmm. you know, that you could have gotten taken care of with like probably like a really quick like what an antibiotic and right. you know what I mean? But but it became a thing just because I was just so not in tune with Wasn't myself listening. to a certain right. ex- you know what I mean? So I kind of feel like via the the hard lessons of like excruciating but pain like maybe was for me or whether it's for you in whatever other way, maybe losing a boyfriend or girlfriend just because you didn't realize how precious Right. they were or that you had everything that you needed mm-hmm. in terms of whatever you thought you were lacking you, exactly it you always happens yep. you always measure what you pour yeah right mm-hmm. so if you get to a place where you're like mm. why don't you i always have measure what you pour yeah you always do you always measure what you pour because you say this is this is what i feel like it is mm-hmm. because that's maybe what you're giving in that moment right Exactly. Right. Maybe that's the way that you see that, the world. That's how it's showing up. Maybe it's a little half empty mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. But had you said that this is all I have, this what I have, this this little bit that I'm measuring is a lot. It is, and I'm grateful for it. Right. And that is exactly what you get. So if you pour and you pour, you poured a lot. By what measure? You know, how do you measure that? Right. And I feel like for me, I just feel at this particular point in my life. I decide that my cup runneth over. Mm-hmm. So I have a lot to give and I have a lot of, I, I want a lot, Dope, you know, at the, sa- at the same time. Dope, bro. <laughs> so I feel like you have to, it depends on how you see life. And I know that I see it in a big way and I have big expectations. And I know that, that it's balanced in that way because I know what it was like to be half empty all the fucking time. Damn. Pessimistic bitch. 101. <laughs> I was teaching it every day over there by the corner right. of Bradford and um, Heckerman over there. Right. In New York. <laughs> That's real, brother. Okay. It's so Damn. true. I it's- was so negative and I was really negative to my partner. Mm. I would write Facebook statuses like I'm just so bored while he's like sitting next to me. How fucking disrespectful and rude is that? You know what I mean? But I have to take wow. responsibility yeah. for that. That I was being petty bitch number one hundred one right. because I was in such a I was, fucking yep, right. He's oh, sitting right rude. there, and I'm si- how rude. Yeah, how could I possibly have expected not to have caused a Something, significant right. problem in my relationship via that? Wow. You know what I mean? Even if it didn't cause a, dis- a huge disruption right. in that moment, it would have been the beginning of something down the end. That so, You know, when that, that time when you accidentally knock something over and it's like, what the fuck? And you're like, what is this really about? Well, maybe it's about. <laughs> <laughs> right. All them other times. This mirror I'm about you- to show you. Exactly. So, you know, in the ways that I can call myself out on my shit was the ways that I directly grew. And that's how my I think I began to pour into myself because when I said when I confronted myself and said you were so, like what what are you doing? Fucking, how could you? How like, could almost you? Like it was like okay. And well, you want to better? You do you want do you want to be, You know it's like it was you know for me it was like okay well, I dealt with this thing where I couldn't forgive myself. Why did you do that? Why did you do that? It was not, and then it was like, well you were in a horrible place. Let right. me take it easy on you. You were in a horrible place. You were trying to figure out who you were. You were unsatisfied in certain ways. You were acting out. Mm-hmm. You were underdeveloped, right? And that is your, that is what you did, and that was your contribution to your fucked up and right. to your relationship, That's- even though 
you know, maybe to this day, you guys, right. are, we're, we're totally fine. And it's okay. And we still love each other. It's okay. It's okay to say that you were acting like right. a big asshole and you weren't taking accountability for that during that time. Mm-hmm. Now, this is what I we're take do. accountability and I grow. Mm-hmm. That is fucking arithmetic, people. That right. is an algorithm. Yep. If you want to grow, take responsibility for the way that your life looks and take responsibility for how shit got fucked up in your life. That's the how-to, folks. That's the how-to because if you can say, like, that's what the fuck I did, then maybe the next time it comes around, you can evaluate decisions differently. You'll be able to, you'll be like, oh, I've been here before. Done that. Don't like it. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me try something different. Let me try something different. Let me apply a few different numbers that I haven't done before. Yeah. And I know that if my dumbass would have swung from that relationship into another <laughs> one without enough time, I would have been swinging all of that bullshit right over there with me, getting that shit, shitting all over the walls with that same Weird bullshit. shit everywhere. Wait, hey, what this is she my said? shit from my last relationship. Said, I brought it with me, bitch. She was like, I'm going to shit on these walls, Ray. Woo! <laughs> Oh my god. So, you know. Oh no. I learned I learned quite a bit from from that and I learned quite a bit from being single and I'm yeah. really grateful for it because we, I get to talk about it with people. I get to talk about it publicly because I don't really give a fuck. Um I would never talk about like my relate my current relationship right. stuff publicly, but I can talk about the lessons that I've yeah. learned. And in that way, that's what I mean, no days off. Like, it's all about. We talk about this shit because it's like, I know that somebody can relate to that. Mm-hmm. Like, you may not want to talk about the petty. The petty shit matters. It does. You know, when people got them, I'm petty shirts. I'm like, okay, I get that you want to be petty, but petty matters. Petty like, does matter. It really impacts your life. Mm-hmm. Because petty going to get petty. Petty going to get you. Because petty going to get petty. Petty is a two-way street. Okay. Get that petty boomerang out. I Let me take uh-uh. another little sip. Because it's true. You give it what you... You getteth what you giveth. Petty, I don't think that there are like different rules for petty. Right? right. Than anything else in life. That shit's gonna come back and gonna get you. So my thing is is like it's it's cute and it may be a fad for now. And it may be like the easy, like humany thing to do, but like, yo, we gotta get our emotions like in check. And we gotta know when we're being emotionless, spineless like, people we, who are not ready to deal with no ourselves. No shade. Like when you were talking some balance. Like when they were talking about on the grapevine, um, he was like you dealing with ain't shit niggas. Um, maybe some of the ain't sh- you do some ain't shit stuff that attract. You know, it's just kind of like like you said the algorithm. You know, it's you doing some ain't shit things, so you gonna get ain't shit. It's true. Ain't shit after ain't shit. It can't it? Okay, after two, three, four, five, six. Like okay, it can't be everybody and not you at all. Not even a little bit. That math is off. You can't right. That math what is kind of long division? Get out. She need to go. Mm-mm, these charter schools. Uh-uh. Uh, Wait a minute. Taking all your coins. No shade. I'm just playing. Um, so, you know, in that way, I feel like I'm really um, approaching dating in a way. Of course, over the last year, couple of years, I've just been like, you know, I have no expectations. First date, I have no expectations. Second date, I have no expectations. I just want to see, I mean, and continuously after then, I have no expectations. I want to continue to see who the person is mm-hmm. who are you 
um, learn about what's important to them and see if it aligns with what I want for my life because I have expectations for my own life. And if we align and we can work it out and maybe like eventually we can bring what we would call compromise to the table. And I'm assuming that we could bring that to the table when we are getting a little bit more serious. Right. Um, but before then, I expect that I am who I am and you who you are who you are. And we get to see if we work for each other. So, you know, I go in with that kind of approach with dating. I'm not really into <coughs> dating folks who are not aligning with certain things so i have like a very very short short list which is not even a definite list but it's like a short list right of a couple of things like somebody yeah, who's like spiritually connected to something right like spiritually connected to themselves and others mm -hmm. if there's a way that they articulate that whether that be christianity or you know whatever um i'd love to hear more about that but i'm looking for some type of connection mm -hmm. to this place into other people that higher yeah yeah something higher something more, more than yourself than yourself i'm also looking um for a purpose like why right do you what gets you going what makes you say it's worth it every day right you know i want to know about that and i just want to see a kind of spirit and i just <coughs> want somebody who can be honest and be able to communicate with me yeah you know what I mean? I don't have a pretty extensive list. I pretty much, I've dated pretty ugly motherfuckers. So, <laughs> right, yeah. I think yeah. I'm same here. I think those are very. Um, they hold a lot of weight. Um, we ain't shallow. We ain't right. shallow. No, because I mean, if you could, you could line up every single man that I've had an encounter with, and you'd be like, "Bitch, who are you?" Mm -hmm. But you would, t and but that would tell you who I am, right? In the same breath, because it's like. Because, I, I, again, I'm looking for something bigger than myself. Right. You know what I mean? And it's not like saying another human is bigger than myself, but I'm looking for an experience with someone that's bigger than myself. Mm. Amen, amen, amen. I'm looking for an experience with another human being that is bigger than yourself. That's what I want. And you know what? I have the same sentiment. I also agree that the goal should be for us to come together. And like create something special that we do together while maintaining our uniqueness. Yes. Because without our uniqueness, yeah, we would not have exactly. this very unique then experience. Mm -hmm. And I really, really think that a lot of people search for completion in a person, um, in, a, in another person, in another situation, a certain kind of vibe, mm -hmm. a certain kind of sex, a certain kind of like superficiality. That's what agreement. Like, Next time, I'm not gonna do it's like, what? wait a minute. Yeah. You don't make no sense. <laughs> None at all. So, <laughs> you know, in that way, um, I don't really want to be judgy. I'm actually just talking about the shit that I've done. Right. Everything that I'm saying is actually lessons and like kind of like, you know, you've done that shit. Stuff dude. that I've did, done, doing now, learning. Again, yeah. I'm still, that's see, why. That's the yeah. gag right there yeah. is that as you go. And you go on your it next happens. date, you have to be like, yo, you get yourself check it. in check. Because it's going to happen. Oh because the universe is going to test you. Yeah. And he's going to say, remember what you said. It's mm -hmm. not just going to be like, here, next time. You get free, mm -hmm. All yeah. for you. You get I car. see you coming. Yeah. Huh, you are my adversity. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you are the man who always shows up in my life. Right. And who only comes yeah. to take. No. Oh, and you're the man who's just a project. It's I am identifying you and I can resist you. <laughs> Yeah, so Bitches. it's gonna the like, universe no. is gonna test you, yeah. and the, you're gonna you're gonna fuck up again. But then you're gonna again, 
get allowed the same opportunity to do it over and differently. Yeah, you might so. get to say, you know what? Maybe I'll get a little bit of dick. But I know and I am aware that this <laughs> only going to be dick. Only for one night. That's all it's going to be. But you see, that is powerful awareness. Right. Listen, see, people, because people, I don't see, this is why people, uh, they don't, people be swinging from uh, where, over there to over there to yeah. over there to over there. They want to tell you right. who you're supposed Let me tell you something. Go ahead. You give me round up. Let me tell you something, okay? <laughs> I am a whole entire man. Okay. And I am a whole sexual beast <laughs> and being. Okay, you understand what I'm saying? So get yours, everybody. Right. You got to. I am not saying that ever. Again, not selling perfection. Not selling that. Get yours. What we are saying is that if you want how more. You go, how do you get yours? If you How do you get yours? If you want more. And you're looking in places where they're offering you less. <laughs> your expectations are not matching up with your reality. The algorithm's Your algorithm back. is fucked up. So you just need to be aware that your algorithm is fucked up. Right. Now, if you see that it's lining up. And take up, control of that. Take control of it. If you see that this place is offering you less, then you need to then you need to offer a little bit less as well. And, eat, and have an equal equation right <laughs> there balanced out. So you can just nice and cancel it out and say, okay, I got let, that one handle. Let me put you right over here in this little box. Because now that I have you nice and solved, you can go with there for whatever it is that you need and have it be what it is you feel me (laughs) tweet us us if you understand what you're saying motherfucking bruh dope hashtag dope this is what i'm talking about okay shots fired i hope my mic ain't peeking because i'm so motherfucking excited i'm turned it's all jig i gotta back up Oh, brother. Uh, you know we can't afford no new mics. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Okay. Hashtag dope. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, it's, brother. It's, yeah. Because we all have been there, but it's about like getting yourself in check because oftentimes we create unbalanced equations. Mm-hmm. We create unfair realities. We're not winning here. I, we, we create a lot of our own problems. We create a lot of your own problems. By now, taking on other people's problems. Exactly. And... And thinking that you can solve it for them so that you can then solve it for yourself so that you can have what you want. How fucking manipulative and weird. How dare you. And fucking disadvantageous is that for you. <laughs> like, all of that shit that you're doing. And, oh, I'm just so victim Super Moesha. Oh, so, it's like, you know, because been there, bitch. You know, I am actually still Moesha in many ways. But, um, <laughs> you know, I love, we were just watching Moesha last night. <laughs> You boat to the uh, it's me. Oh, realizing my responsibilities. It's me, my best friend, always on my mood. And I got a video camera. I got to do what I got to do. I got a Moisha. Moisha. Yes. We are we're about to be a group. Look at us. We're gonna be like changing faces. Which we used to be. Oh my god, yeah, we What you think about we we about to be a group? Wait, so we used to be in a group, y'all. Oh my God, we were. That's how we met. God have mercy. Our relationship, we done been through so much. It's so layered. This is why I fucking love you. Count on me. Okay, I won't do it. Right. (laughs) We already didn't have a musical break. No, brother. This is why I love you. I love you too. 
this is why this show is important. This is why you're important. This is why I'm important. And you're important, yes. And this is why everyone's storytelling. And I'm again, we're not trying to sell you perfection. I'm not. Some some shit is gonna sound cliche and corny, but that's the that's the algorithm. Sometimes you know it's I mean? that simple because though. it's that simple. You know, you get you get what you put in. All those things, you know. And this is what's so great about the show because you can be yourself. <laughs> I can be myself. We can tell our story. We can have other people on to tell their stories. We can uplift other people. We can work laterally. And we can, you know, do some work to change ourselves, change our lives, change other people's lives as well. And this is fucking, I love it. It's amazing. It's just, and all we're doing is we're just talking and being honest. Yes. We spent, I mean, we spent, we did spend a lot of money on this equipment. You know, but that that's the true. but that's the work that we decided to put into it. Yeah, you know because I mean? we could have bought you know like clothes. And I don't know what. Yeah, I mean, I'm still, oof, you know, oh, I'm, we gonna yes, but it's coming. Change is gonna come. You know, I say that everything is in the future. Like you know, like my all my money right now is in the future, y'all. My wardrobe, I already know what it look like. It's, it's beautiful. That, it's beautiful. Girl, my house, everything, everything is. I love shit. going by your house. I can't. Uh, get, that little uh, that foyer like yours. Yes, <laughs> you that foyer. I'm shimmying right okay, now, y'all. I wish y'all could see me shimmy. <laughs> I, oh, I should have got you on Instagram Ooh. boomerang with a shimmy, 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 cool, shimmy, shimmy, pat, <laughs> light it up and take a puff, pat it to me now. Speaking you of, know what? Yeah, I'm really excited to be up in here recording this show. Okay, in our pajamas. Okay. Oh, I ain't got okay, but I ain't, I ain't got no. Hot bottoms on now. I got drawers on, but that's all right. I got a, your drawers, over, brother. I got an oversized sweatshirt and um some drawers, and I got the the throw, this fancy little throw. Yeah, he's the fancy one. And my Nessa. Um, <laughs> I am in some sweatpants covered in old paint that uh do- doesn't come off even if you wash it, so it's right. It's good and set in. Right. So they're my favorite, obviously. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Um, and I'm wearing one of my very comfy sweaters from like I don't know H and M or something. Mm. So and I'm wearing like um Thailand scarf on my head. Yes, his head wrap. Oh, and I got my so. my um my headband on. Uh, I really like that headband. My friend, What's my your dear friend, friend Marquise Foster. Marquise Foster, shout, shout out, out to Marquise Foster. Foster. Yes, winning at Marquise Foster. He has he is an amazing, amazing, amazing uh designer. Women's wear, men's wear, mm-hmm. does it all. Um, yeah. he will be. I think he has a show coming up on the sixth. Of February. Yeah, and let me tell you uh, something. You yeah. need to get this fucking headband because I'm looking at this headband and my brother's wearing it and we have very different <coughs> size heads and I've worn that headband it fits and all, it fits my it, head too. It fits all and, heads. And it's like the perfect because like, size I have a square for head. my head. You have like a peanut head. I have like, I'm very, my, my grandmother calls me <laughs> head head. Yeah, mine you know. is very boxy. Yeah, so it fits both of our heads. It fits both of our heads and it's like the perfect width right. for my yes. forehead right. which is like really Really amazing. Right. It's beautiful oh, colors. It yes. feels comfortable. I don't feel yeah. like I have like shit on my head, and I'm right. very weird about stuff. It doesn't on my give, face. It doesn't give me a headache either. Yeah, because sometimes really like good. when I wear things around my head, like hats and stuff, after a while I get a headache. Yeah, but it's really you know I've you know oh I wore this in Thailand. I work out in it. Yeah, it's like a multi-purpose headband. It's very very cool. It looks really good with your um fucking you. what is this called your Hillman? What is yeah. this? I don't know who's this. I can't promote it. Sorry. Yeah, uh, nice. we don't know who you are, but you look very very <laughs> cool in your headband. Thank you. Dude. Thank you. I'm just saying. Yes. Um, so what else is happening, brother? Uh, oh, we have shit to talk about. Um, I mean, not that we're done with dating. I'm just saying there's a lot of shit going on in the news, brother. And I'm feeling very, I'm feeling some type of way. Yes. I'm feeling like this fucking, what is this ugly fucking Mr. Bob 
um, Nasar, Nasar, Larry Nasser, or whatever the fuck his name is. Nasal spray. You are so shame, shame on you. You are like rat droppings on a summer day. Right. On a windowsill in a freshly clean apartment, motherfucker. Where did you come from? And who gave you the fucking nerve to be here on this earth while people who are cool and kind die? Right. And you violated all of these girls these and now have women. impacted their lives, impacted the way that they now see other and, men. Oof. And now you've impacted the entire fucking universe from being a piece of shit. Right. You could have felt and jerked off by yourself in a corner right. someplace. You affected a lot in the universe. Right. That energy that those that women, those women are carrying from the hurt and the anguish and the pain of years and years and years. Like, and not being able to necessarily break through certain things to really excel in other levels of their lives. That, you know Man. what I mean? Whether it even be motherhood or whatever the fuck it is. It's really, it's, it's really so fucked up. It's so upsetting. It's so upsetting. It's so upsetting. And then the, the people that just aided it. Oh. They're all, the heads are going to roll. Yeah. And they're actually already rolling. Man, my phone they're is all coming bleep, down. Bleep, bleep, every, every five minutes, someone, it, it's just. It, yeah. Down the universe down is detoxing. Go. Down they go, down they go. And you know what? I am not, especially the more and more I step into the public space, not even in real life, but I feel like digitally, just because of the grapevine, mm-hmm. um, people make up a lot of shit. Oh, they only doing this because they got they sponsors. Bitch, we don't got no fucking sponsors. The fuck is you talking about? Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. you just made that shit up to validate an, an idea that you had in your mind. That makes so you a liar. From your insecurities. and you made, But you made that, and you made it up. Yeah. So now you're trivializing our intention, and now you're causing bad energy, and now you're impacting the universe. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I kind of feel like it, I, it, now I reevaluate when I say things about people and yeah. what I know to be true, yada, 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 yada. So the reason why I'm actually very, very upset and, feel, and being very judgy Right. Um. About Larry Nassar or Nassar, and we, we're not going to say his name anymore. Um. We'll call Fuck him, him Dickface. Dickface. Um. The reason why, um, Dickface really bothers me. See, I get, I, cause I'm an empath. Right. And then also is because it's just such a violation because it really impacts the ability that people have to right. become who they are. Yeah. And it prolongs it oftentimes. As much as it helps it. Right. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's like a painful kind of wisdom that comes with getting older. It's like, this is what these girls may have had to have gone through. And as painful as it is, it's like now them actually getting an opportunity to say to him, like, no more. You're not going to impact me anymore. Time is fucking up. Now inspires other girls to unleash their dragons Mm -hmm. in these motherfuckers' And to stop the first time. Nope. Not nope. today. Yes. Not one time, not two and times, never. And little boys who are afraid to say it. And men who are afraid to say it who are, who is happening to them. Teenage boys that this is happening to as well. You know what I'm saying? I feel like this is a chain reaction. Right. Because of now what has become their stories, because of what this nasty motherfucker has done, he gets no shout out. Nothing he did was beneficial here. But these girls, now that this is a part of their story... Now it's a part of how they have become survivors. Right. And that's a different perspective. Right. Yeah. And now that they've made that transition in their lives, hopefully, or maybe that now that they're transitioning, Still hopefully, going, in their lives, right. they encourage other people to begin theirs mm-hmm. and begin theirs and beginning taking stances and stop being victims or who were victims and now can say, you know, I can I can take this and I can make it into something else. I can take else. control of this, too. I can take control of this, too. 
And in that way, and in that way, they're living their lives yeah. and they're becoming wiser mm -hmm. and they're and they're positively impacting the world, cleaning up the mess of some a fucking of dick him. face. So in that way, Nassar or Nassar, wherever you 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 no are, are dick you, face, you dick face, motherfucker. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Dick Face's name. Dick Face. And I said it so often. I said it. I almost made it like. I almost started rapping that shit. Fuck. Dick Face. <laughs> You're Dick Face of the day. Dick Right. Dick Face of the day. What is it? D-F-O-T-D. What would be the sound? D. What would the Dick Face of the day sound be? First of all, that is disgusting. You're a exactly, you're a nasty fucking sound. Ew, you're a nasty <laughs> pickled dick face. Dick face. <laughs> too much for me. I'm about to pass out. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna pass out. I'm gonna pass out too. Okay, Ooh. that's enough. Okay. Oh, okay. Lord. So speaking of <laughs> Trump, Bill, did you throw up a little bit as well? I think I did. I throw up my lentils. He's disgusting. So yeah, everybody so. knows, like, I'm Haitian by association, fucking Haitian. Yes, okay? Haitian by association, me too. Haitian so by association, fucking Haitian, okay? Haitian. My best friend, Donnie. And Chris, shout out. My home, yes, my very, 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 yeah. also my best friend, Chris, who I love. He's amazing, y'all. And shout out to Jamari and shout out to my shout beef. Because I love yeah, my beef. Shout so out. I love him. And join him. Anyway, I love a lot of people. But anyway, um, they're Haitian. And let me tell you something. They're just such beautiful people. And people are going to validate what Trump said by calling African countries as well as Haiti shithole countries um, by saying it's because their government does not take care of their people. They have underdeveloped, I guess, rules, um, foundations, um, infrastructure. Mm -hmm. It's inadequate, right? So people come here and they take advantage and take, um, take our shit. Right. <clears throat> and a lot of people are going to say that is true. And what I have to say about that is this is why white men in particular are so dangerous mm -hmm. very problematic they are like probably the number one in our human species they're reptilians they, if we can if they we, we break the, we broke them down into like a particular class of species of our species they're the most dangerous not because they're intelligent it's because they have no problem disassoci disassociating themselves with empathy they don't understand that you need everybody they don't get it they were really, really bred to be narcissistic, almost as a part of their DNA. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't, they don't get to see the, the full picture ever. Ever. Never, ever see the full picture. They only see their picture. And because they only see it, everything, they only see theirs, everything else looks like it's in their way. Mm. It doesn't look like what they're there it's for. It's beneficial. To help you. Right. To help each other. Dummies. Like, if we don't have this place... There are none of us. None of us will be here. None of us will survive. You understand? But they don't even understand that concept. And 
So imperialism and fighting, um, creating weapons that actually will destroy the world makes sense. And in that, like, we need not necessarily say more about why they are the most right. dangerous it's, um, in the world. But with that being said, Trump really, really is problematic because he doesn't understand that despite how the government of these certain particular places um, may be able to provide for their people or choose not to provide for their people, um, first of all, America has a lot to do with why they can't or why they don't. So let's just keep that very fucking real. Hmm. And number two... Um, is because it's not, it's actually, that's not the fault of the people. So the people coming here and the people coming and adding to this world, uh, excuse me, adding to this country, adding to um, our job growth, our job creation, our small businesses, our future doctors, our current doctors, our mm-hmm. leaders, our engineers, our politicians, we're every fucking where. Do you know how many doctors we're are like first generation? Just be- All of them. <laughs> All of them, everybody is a fucking immigrant. You know what I'm saying? And whether we want to cherry pick who's a, a shithole country, that could change depending on anybody's agenda. Right. Anybody's agenda, that can change. Okay. And it's right. Today, it's African and Asian. Tomorrow, it's Muslim. To, to, to the day after that, it's Mexico. You know, it's Hell, anybody. we weren't even human in this country at, at a fucking certain point. Exactly. So it's kind of like, you know, like, let's not make it what it's not. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a way for him to continue being racist and being a xenophobic, manipulative, very, very divisive and evil, evil, evil con- contribution to American history. Fucking super and, dickhead. You know, the, um, the super fucking dickhead. Americans have such blood on their hands in terms of like what this may look like, what are the ramifications for mm-hmm. this type of divisive, divisive behavior like what it will cause you know what i mean yeah and and, and for those comments i say good have to fuck out haiti we love you mm-hmm. haiti is beautiful i'm going and by the way and if any and the ways in which haiti wasn't who she once was is because she was raped by white people raped mutilated and destroyed taken and stolen from over and over and over and over and over again. The only reason why the Dominican Republic remains with their luscious and beautiful certain places is simply because the Spanish chose not to deplete the resources the way that the French did on the other side. Okay? That's mm. the only fucking difference. The only difference was because of the way that the governments treated the people. And they treat the people like they're less than, and it makes no sense. It's like you guys are no better. Because you guys were enslaved by Spanish people, you think that you're better because you're what better slaves? It's um, this you sound you sound crazy. <laughs> remember the French? Remember? Um, excuse me. The the uh, the Haitians were the ones who liberated themselves first. Right. Always the, what? Always give say. honor, <laughs> give honor and glory. You know what I'm saying? Always leading the pack. La República Dominicana. For that, in the ways that you're beautiful, you're beautiful. But the ways in your you are. <laughs> and you need to get your oh. friends. Get your friends and get your other friends and get your other friends. Everybody, they deny who they're black. They deny They deny how they treat Haitian people, all that stuff. Get your, 
I hope, you know what I hope? I hope there is because I, there a lot of people feel so strongly about like what he said. I hope this is just I hope people like just continue to go there and give put money in there. To Haiti, and right? I hope it just be just over the next 10 years becomes one of the like most luscious places to be in the entire world. I really hope that. Exactly. I hope, exactly. I hope that. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. I really cuz I think I think it could happen. Let's make it happen. It's, I want to fuck I want to make and, it and, the fucking and, Dubai. And like, that's and that's one thing. But let's talk about the people. Yeah. Hashtag Haitian people are amazing yeah. people. Yeah. Beautiful people. I believe, um, I forgot, the, like, the first, like, there's a congresswoman now, and I believe she's a Haitian. Mm-hmm. I believe she's Haitian, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she was the first one ever, like, voted. Anyway, listen to me. Haitian people are amazing. They are your doctors. We they love- are your lawyers. They are engineers. They're everybody around you. African people, uh, don't uh, give me a break. Th- right. Where can you go in at least in New York? Where do you go without having a African doctor? I don't, I don't know. Dentist, like all of it. Okay, like come on. That's everybody. I, like everybody else gets a lot of love. We're not talking about them right now. We're, we're talking, talking about, about these yeah. people in particular. Give them the respect that they deserve, and give everybody the accountability that they deserve. You're gonna call them shithole countries, then also talk about the shithole countries who got them where the fuck that they are. Mm-hmm. Right and and call them by name. How mm. about that? Oh, I had a um, sexy man in Miami who was Haitian. Mm. He was beautiful. And no, not that. No, 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 no. He was. Oh, sorry. That was yeah. actually my, my oh, lust no. noise too. I have to. Ooh, <laughs> you, I need to deliver, you need to separate your noises. I'm gonna go. Mm. Right, exactly. He was beautiful. Beautiful smile. Beautiful spirit. Always treated me well. Mm. Um, you know what I mean. He was just a like this. This is a, a good example of. I know we're kind of divvying away but mm-hmm. he was just like you know like we i i met him in miami mm-hmm. he happens to be my cab driver mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah and he was and he like flirted with me and you know what i mean he was just a really really nice guy and he said he really likes my vibe and mm-hmm. you now we wind up having like dinner and a date we went to his house so then like I went to Miami like a few other times, like not to see him, but he was always available because, you know, Mm -hmm. he was a cab driver. Mm -hmm. But it's like it was he was just a really beautiful fit man. And we would have Mm -hmm. he would treat me really nice. I mean, you know, we would have sex if I wanted to. and We Mm -hmm. we wouldn't if I didn't. And that was kind of cool, but um, that was the Haitian, my my Haitian, that's my Haitian experience. Haitian sensation. Okay. 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 Oh, yeah. Shout out um, to you know I'm yeah, not telling but, all but my business. We actually do know a lot of Haitian men, period, yeah. and they're they're like amazing guys. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying there aren't asshole ones. I don't know. I, right. like, I don't know. No one is exempt I, from I'm talking about the ones that I know. They're isms. like super super dope people. Right. Um. Even way that they they talk behind closed doors mm-hmm. about yeah, yeah. everybody, and how they women, feel. how they the feel gay ones. as people, yeah, like how they are as people. Awesome. Yeah. Very like romantic-y, sweet fucking yeah. people. Yes. Um, but whatever, like, so he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. He has no black, and he's fucking racist. And I think that that's the bigger point is that the racist and voted this fucking racist motherfucker. And he's saying racist shit. He was shit. like, he, um, to look at my black babe. Republican there. Uh-huh. I was like, you, f- my black one. He should be ashamed. He's fucking, an, uh, he should be ashamed of himself. He's so rude. So nasty and so rude. Can we insert the nini nini nini? What's her name? Nini 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 leaks. Nini leaks. So nasty and so rude. Well, fuck him. <laughs> Gross. Oh, He's just. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, fuck him. We're off of him now. What else the fuck did I want to talk about? Something wonderful where they're like anything with birds and beezy. Oh yep. 
<laughs> that bird's something decent. really romantic. Sex scandals in Hollywood. Oh yeah. All right. So this show, we don't really talk about that kind of stuff. But the bigger picture is the fact once again we don't talk about that stuff but we're talking about it the reason why is because these motherfuckers are their heads are rolling Mm -hmm. all of these people fucking locking doors and locking women in there and making them do things with their penises and then like touching people and like where they don't want to be touched and like where the sun don't shine why it's like why can you not get vagina like just by saying hey like we're like let's go on a date and then like after that she's like hey yeah like so you're really hot and you're like well <laughs> you're hot too and they're like hey i have a penis are you interested and then she's like yeah, yeah I, I have, have a, a vagina, vagina. when of and then course. you guys like engage like what's what, what the fuck is uh, the problem why is everybody so molesty yeah. what the fuck i don't know I th- listen dudes get your fucking dicks in check Get your dicks in check. And if you have a friend and you know that their dicks get all a little crazy wazy and they're over there, over there, over there, over there, over there, over there, on top, on the bottom, on the side. Harassing everybody. Tell them, get your dick in check or you're going to be a... Like, get the Do you hear that? Do you want to be that? Ew. Do you want to be Get me a wet one. I need a wet one. That's what... Oh, you need a wet one. It's very clean me uppy. Yeah. Do you want to be clean me uppy? Yeah, get how mucusy for you? I don't know. Get it together. I agree. It's yeah, like, it's like it's, enough is enough. It, it's like I think I don't know. Harvey I think Weinstein. I think it's like a little bit of a mental illness mixed with a little insecure. I, don't I mean, know. there's no excuse at all. But it's just like, how does it get to these these big yeah. ass like and now, levels? And, and, and like uh, so, like now there's like this um, the male modeling ones that are coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like most recently, like on last. Maybe the tail in the last week, they were like on the View, mm-hmm. three gentlemen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they were talking about their stories and th- their encounters with very, very, very like famous photographers who were inappropriate with them. Mm-hmm. And it's like now their burden, of course, to prove that. Fine, um, I think it should be. In in certain regard, I think we should believe everyone. Um, however, I think it's more important to find out what the truth is. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's really, really important to find out what the truth is. And when you have so many people coming forward and saying the same thing, and when you have so many people telling these individual stories and they line up the same way, or you have consistencies and you do have men who eventually admit to doing things. It's so, I don't know. It just makes it so hard for anybody to then believe people coming for, forward thereafter. Mm-hmm. And I always just say like, you know, stories like the Aziz Ansari um, story, mm-hmm. um, it kind of, to me, trivializes the importance of women coming forward and telling their stories. You know, when we, like, begin to tell stories about, like, I don't know, my encounter with a famous man got really molesty and weird, kind of. I'm not really sure. I just sucked his dick because he told me to, and I just felt like I was obligated. So is your definition of obligation and consent and, like, are you just... Are these all confusing for you? In which case, like, maybe we need to be offering local, you know, classes about, like, what federally these things are considered to be or, like, whatever the case may be. But shut the fuck up while we try to figure out, like, what is going on when these women have been, like, uh, really, really the, violated right. exactly. and really were powerless to yeah. these men who are doing horrible, horrible things to like, them. Like, 
Was I? Did he touch my shoulder when I? I don't know. I mean, from all accounts that I've read, that's what it sounds like. I apologize if it's not that case, but that's what I see. No, yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah. You know, so it's like that really, really makes. And now, what's really unfortunate, you know, what's unfortunate, even though the work needs to be done, what's unfortunate for the people that actually lie and tell like not the truth about someone molesting them Mm -hmm. or sexually assaulting them is that now, regardless. If it, the person did it or not, right? That's gonna be his attack. That's gonna be tagged to his name, right? And that's the that's the part that's right. fucked up when these, when people when people do that. That's, that's falsely true. Accused that's people. true. And that's why we have to be diligent about finding and, out yeah, what the truth is. Yeah. And that's why it's important to also once again to my point earlier is to like try to reserve judgment as much as you can, um, and leave it into the law right. you know we know the law does fail us but we can also be very proactive about what we learn and what we research mm-hmm. and what we can understand to be true and how we form our opinions so i don't enjoy and like to, talk to go about step it further who's in who's in the law around who what we're you know what i mean <coughs> who's judging who we're appointing i mean that also you know mm-hmm. this could be mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. locally it was gonna affect you know federally it's at some point and everybody has to play their part we everybody have to go out and we part. have to vote we have to do what we have to do i know i certainly do mm-hmm. i try my best to so I'm learning how to and to like be more educated and be more politically informed way before it's time to vote. You're like my CNN commentator. I'm like, <laughs> what happened? <here? laughs> yeah, I just try to know. Well, you know, yeah, I picked up politics definitely when it started getting a lot more brown. Ha <laughs> ha. So, you know, it became important for me right. at that moment. I'm glad <laughs> that was a spark. Uh, I'm voting for everybody black. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, except for the ones who are fucking are giving you realness exactly okay we can i obviously identify them with our uh eyes closed on top of a mountain right just all we gotta hear is their voices if someone showed you who they are, i believe that their voices probably would proceed and proceed that's how sheree talks from um real housewives i thought she, she gives very she was <laughs> like so i was at the store and uh, oh my god i can't believe that anyone <laughs> say something like that. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck? Give this bitch some water and a fucking throat lodger. Give her fucking Tic Tac, oh a Ricola. Like, she needs um, a sip of this tea. Like, you don't understand. I'm like, girl. But anyways. Yeah, me too, girl. Don't be, I, I have dry mouth too. I, a little bit. It's all right, but you know we got to do better. Okay? Right. That's all right. Thank you. All right. Just a little cough drop, boo. Yeah. So I just wanted to just say, you know, those two. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. Really 100%, made me upset. Brother. And, you know, in general, I just want to see people continue to resist. Mm-hmm. You know, women to continue to resist literally rolling over for these men and realizing that there is power in standing together. There's power in, like, you know, reclaiming some of the uh, feminine energy that... um and you can the space ca- for it that men kind of like we're trying mm-hmm. to smash. You know, it's kind of like if you think about like feminine and masculine energy, like the yin yang symbol mm-hmm. and thinking, think about like the yin trying to roll over into the yang's possession. Mm-hmm. Like this is not balance. This is not how it works out. It's and like I if you like, come here, I'm going to come over here. Exactly. I feel like women have now had to say, no, I'm reclaiming my space. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to do this to me. And you will pay me. And you will do these things. Well, I wish you had the visual because you guys will see that he's going back in for the yang. So yeah, yeah, you have to like, we all have to do it. We yeah, have to say, I'm here. 
I am here and I just love the message. I love universally what it does. Mm-hmm. You know, and it makes men angry. They don't even, men don't even realize what's happening. They don't know. Because it's not, it does it, not it, compute. It, it feels like you're saying you don't want men to be men. And it's like saying, no, I'm reclaiming my space. That is simply what I'm doing. It's like when white people say like, you know, these immigrants are taking our jobs or, you know, we don't have any more jobs where our jobs are taking all our jobs. It's like, no, 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 no. Before we were not allowed access to these jobs. It was not the law. Now we're simply just showing up for our jobs. Now we're simply being we're filling afforded out the education. Right. We're filling out these applications and we're going in for these opportunities. That is the difference. Now we're and also doing the ones that you're space. not trying to do. Either. Exactly. That is the difference. <laughs> but it always seems like somebody else's say is infringing upon. Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, I'm taking up the space that I am supposed to take up. You brought me here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you call it a shithole country? Mm-hmm. You went all the way to a shithole country. Your ancestors went to a shithole country. I'm sorry, because I believe his uh, his parents. I don't know mm-hmm. what generation he is, or his or whatever. Uh, yeah. But anyway, Slaves. let's just go. Let's just go with white people. So your ancestors brought people from a shithole country here so to this, make this, this country a, this great. Sh- so this is a shithole. This is the shittiest this of all is- shitholes. A country this, made by shitholers. So this has to, but no, because this has to be the 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 fucking porta potty of fucking. It's very uh, porta potty because it has every shit from every shithole here. Here, so this is the shittiest shithole of the shittiest shitty shitty shit shit. Of look how I, fucking dumb you sound. Bullshit. It's feeling very shitty in here. This like you know the, what I mean? Like this is the, this is the Disneyland of shitholes. Mm-hmm. The <laughs> shittiest place on earth. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes absolutely um how so fucking ironic it's like it's kind of like you know you sound like such a blithering idiot all the time and everybody knows <laughs> it but it just becomes so much more evident when you get to see how the lashing that often we give to other people often we can give to ourselves you know but in particular, I don't even want to give this as a lesson for everybody. Ugh. This is more so about the actual hypocrisy coming from anybody from this United States calling anybody. The only reason why the United States should say anything about anybody is because of something very, very, very bad humanitarian-wise going on in the world. Right. Other than that, we have no moral authority to talk about anything. White people are no example of anything moral nothing absolutely zero they have nothing and nothing concrete to stand on right you know what i'm saying so you even calling anything a shithole ought yeah it's just it's fucking insane i don't even know how this man is still able he looked into it we all know that now but why is it taking so long like uh, president obama couldn't and i'm not even saying he is the holy grail of presidents but i'm just saying right. this man couldn't have he couldn't have farted without there being have been oh my a god lash. he farted how many tax dollars came from that fart did anybody buy febreze right like did anyone like what the fuck it's just so Audit annoying him. but anyways um can we stop talking about this fuck face you're right i'm sorry we're not that kind of show ladies and gentlemen but we just wanted to no, say no we, we are that's hot shit you're right you're right it's just you know because some you know I, my, ladies and gentlemen we are that kind of show sometimes sometimes we i gotta get, talk I about this really stuff emotional. that frustrates us yeah get, and see i'm getting hot I just, you're right you're right Ooh. you're right so but that's you important. know heads are rolling heads are rolling 
Um, you can see that motherfuckers m- out. Yeah, we see what's been what's been going on with this Mueller investigation. It's getting closer and closer and closer to to Orange Face. You know, so it's gonna show up right in front of me. Like, hi, Pickaboo. I see you. I was waiting for you at the door. Hey, come with us. You know what I mean? Like, so, you yeah. know, so whatever. Um, I, you know, I'm really, really excited about this investigation. I hope that it continues on and then we find out exactly what happened, mm-hmm. um, during his whole fucking campaign. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, the, the truth will come to light. So it is what it is. And in the meantime, I think like, you know, for all of us, like there is no need to necessarily, um, live our lives in fear of somebody going to find out, finding out our deepest, darkest secrets. But it is really, really, really encouraging to, to know, cause I've learned this lesson and I and I hope that I don't have to ever learn it in the ways that I've learned it in the past, mm. but about really being honest about like who you are and what your intention is. Yeah. Because if you know who you are and what your intention is, and you have like some type of like compass, like you actually believe in something, right. you believe in the world, you believe in people, you can connect, you have some empathy, is that you really will consider what you do mm-hmm. and how it will harm people. And how it affects people. Because, I mean, I'm not perfect. Not at all. And I've done things that I've hurt people, I'm sure. And that I know of. As right? Right? We all have. But, like, now that I know that to a certain extent, I feel like, you know, first of all, you going damn near have to ask me out on a date. Okay? So, I ain't going to touch you. Right. And uh, so, you lying. If anybody said it, you lying. <laughs> you a liar from the pit of hell. <laughs> and you going to go. So, he ain't doing that. No, no, no. <laughs> I ain't finna touch you like right. that. That's not you a liar. Mm-mm. Um, you know, you know what I'm saying. So it's kind of like, Lee, don't touch people. Like, be appropriate. Right. Like, unless you're at the club and and somebody, you know, grind even, with me. But even still now, cause, and, uh, yeah. But people act like they're at the club in in work. Like, right. why are you touching people inappropriately yeah. at the workplace? <laughs> that is actually not the club. Right. And then yes, at the club there are rules. There should be rules and regulations there as well. Don't the get me subway wrong. Yeah. is no the, place the for, for inappropriate <laughs> touch, ladies and gentlemen. You know, so like be be appropriate, like and be respectful, and like yeah, people from different places. And I'm, you know what, I'm gonna have a very transparent moment. There was a time that I remember, especially like as a young kid, um, after like nine eleven and being on the train, and they got me. I would be so scared if I would see like a brown person with straight hair come on the come on the train with like a backpack. I'd be like, <gasps> right, gotta go. Oh my god, <laughs> <coughs> I got okay. At the next stop. <laughs> Right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get up and wait for the get next off. train. I'm gonna roll. Get to the other side. Get on the other train. Go back to tell stuff. the conductor. Maybe before the bomb goes off. <sighs> you fucking superhero. He get you. Are, what the fuck? You fucking. I had to get myself together. Right. I had to get myself together, and it was definitely through conditioning of learning how to be you know frightened of a people and it's like who can you become mm-hmm. when, when in the moment fear, yeah in the yes in the moment in the when fear. you're one of the privileged people right when you're one of the ones that they're that they're not targeting mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah like we cannot forget that it's so easy to become that yeah that very that toxic thing vile. they did it to the japanese here they, they do did it, it time to black and time. people here i they mean did it to asian people they have done it to brown people you gotta okay? see it They've done it. They've done it. If and they'll do it. And they'll do it again. <laughs> and they'll do it again. And it's so important that people really, really begin to look at yep. these things and look at it critically and say, while, you know, certain ways our fears can be rationalized in so many ways, they can be, mm-hmm. com- they can be proven to be myths. Right. And it's good to find out 
where what you stand yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's good to question yourself sometimes. And it's good to talk about these and things. And make different decisions to and make, test yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Make different decisions to test it. And, like, be honest about it. Yeah. Like, maybe talk to a friend about it and say, hey, listen, this is how I've been feeling. And then if they agree with you, say, are we right, though? Are we right? right? You know, like, That's begin so cool. to have those yeah. kind of conversations. Yeah. It's important and it's cool. And it's, like, just, like, even from the conversations that we have, like, I feel like I have grown so much just by being able to hash out shit that I've kept inside of me. Just letting it out and having a yeah, dialogue and getting and another another perspective and getting another set of eyes on this. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and being able to be vulnerable and maybe tell you something that's embarrassing or tell, you know oh what I mean? Oh, my God. That, you know, over the course of yeah. the years, it's of our, you know, our friendship and our relationship. I think it's just been so, it's just so important. And it's like every day I want to do more. So, you know, we, we naturally just like talk about, I'd be like, talking we'll, i'll talk to you about something random on the subway and it turns into fucking this big old like right like oh yeah. my god what a, an amazing lesson right. Right. <laughs> i'm gonna talk about this on the podcast oh, wait i'm peeing right oh i'm actually peeing <laughs> uh, you know it's really really exciting you know so i'm but I, you know i just feel like for us it's just so important to just be aware of like not potentially just becoming the problem. Right. Look at what's happening around you and see how you can help. See Take how you control. can be of service. And do something with it. Yeah. And just like. And utilize your know. resources. Like it does. Again, everyone has a certain level of resources that they can use <laughs> to impact a certain thing. You know what I mean? Sometimes just speaking up and saying something mm-hmm. is as is, is, could be the only trigger for something so big. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just it's just so valuable that you know you got to look at things a little differently and you know again bring people on the journey with you yeah you know what i mean like-minded people that want to grow that want to be around you know what i mean oh my gosh you know what i mean yeah (sighs) yeah i mean it all comes together all of this shit you know we talked about like dating and we talked a little bit about like politics and we talked about the decisions that these guys have made you know whether you're talking about somebody like you know number one on Number two, dick face, dick face. Number one, a dick face. Number two, it's kind of like when we all have decisions that we have to make. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just so important that we look at the demonstration of balance. Yeah. We look at the demonstration of the way that the universe comes to reclaim it's, it's a, what you said that you wanted. Mm-hmm. And you say that you want it because if you tell people that they come from shithole countries, it's like now people are looking at you call us a shithole. No, you're a shithole. Now we have all of this energy coming back to us. What do you think is going to happen? Right. All that energy you put out there. Like, what do you think that that looks like? What do you think that that energy looks like on us? You think like it's just absorbed? It ever, for every reaction, You put it reaction. out there. What do you think that it looks like on us? Because that's where it's headed back. Did you see? It's just like it went boom, boom. The same way that this guy had done all of this years of stuff to this children, he's going to jail for one hundred and something. But who goes to who goes to jail for one hundred and something something years? Mm-hmm. They were like, I, 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 bitch, I know you're not even gonna live that long, but I want you to know how long. If you even if you did, you wouldn't even be. You still be in jail. But it's like the energy, the what right. you did. It's so has come for you. And what I have learned is that for me is that like at this particular point, like God. I am not perfect. Mm. I really, but I know that every day that I get up, I really, really wish the best for everybody. Yes. And I really, really wish the best for myself. And I want my dog to be happy. I want my family to be happy. I want to be healthy. Mm -hmm. And I just want to continue to help people understand that this is not about selling perfection. It's about just having a great fucking life Mm -hmm. and giving yourself the opportunity to have a whole life. Whether you want to feel sexy 
and smart right. and confident. They both and live shy in the same times. spaces. Like be all of those fucking things, but get to be who you are, not not to, to be to satisfy what somebody said you're supposed to right. be. You know what? Not to satisfy an idea of what it what you, a man is supposed to be, but what you are and who you are is what makes you the man. Free yourself. Free yourself. That freedom is what makes you the man, right? Or the woman, right? So, I, or the whatever you are, mm-hmm. and in that way, I say, no days off. I no don't know. days off. I, I, that, I, you said it perfectly. Yeah, I love it. So, I mean, I thank everybody for watching. Yes, watching. They watching us. They can, they can see us, or they can hear oh, us. Shit. They hearing so, us. I just want to thank everybody for listening. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Because you probably um, can't watch us. Well, um, you might see some clips, but well, but thank you for listening, folks. Yeah. And brother, again, I just want to say thank you for allowing me to be on this journey with you. Um, oh my this God. is going to be, this is, and this is going to continue to be an amazing fucking journey. And, you know, again, just as long as we continue to, you know, commit to living the no days off, you know, mm-hmm. just not even like a lifestyle. It's just a... It's just what you do naturally. You know what I mean? Because if you're here, you're here. Your your yeah. existence is not so you're no days off yeah. of living. Yeah. Like live. Yeah, that's live. why that's why it's like do it for you. Do it for you. That's why it's a tagline. It's like whatever, you know, what what is the tagline gonna be? But simple. I was you. like, this is the easiest shit I ever had to think of in my right. entire like literally this is for you so. because it's all essentially and a lot of people I'm on Zoom me. Right. A lot of times right. it's like, oh take a little bit of the petty off, but yes. Right. Do exactly you because the way that you do but you, also do because do you, you well because because you want to do for others exactly and not just for you exactly because you want to make no it proportional off. right thank so, you for no that, days brother. off thank you I brother you. i appreciate you for saying that and i just well i just knew you were going to be here yeah because i had the vision and i was like i knew you were going to be here yes um, i cannot it's still but, like but what? the i mean look at the light like literally shining down right here right now That's it's awesome. like I'm just grateful that you actually chose to embrace the vision and that you're here. And you know what? Whatever it's going to be, Whatever, it's going to be. And it's ours. That's all that matters it's, to it's, me. It's ours. Because, and it's yours. Yeah. Like, whoever is listening and can relate, thank you for listening. And yeah. I hope you'll come back. We're going to yeah. have plenty, plenty more. We have a lot more to say. And if you ever feel like it's not for you, then, you know, I pass it on to somebody who you think would resonate yeah, with. Yeah. But it's really, really about like love us and just loving each other and creating the space that we can have a reality that we want. Right. And again, with the reality and you can have so many layers within that reality and it doesn't have to look like what you said before, what someone said it should look like. Yeah. Again, you can be ratchet and, and, hey. and be loving. You uh, can like, that's uh, why I love hey, um our hey. friend Najee. She has three kids of, uh, oh my beautiful god, wife, Najee. shout out but to Najee. This bitch will go out and cut a motherfucking rug and get down, yeah, and you would never know, you would never think that she was a and wife. Her husband, got, yeah, right. Just, her husband is beautiful. so cool. Yeah, and I just like you can live, you can live the best life that you want to live. You know what I mean? And so many things can live in the same space if you want it for yourself. And yeah, yeah. No days no, off. No days off. Holla back. Oh, uh, really quick. Uh, handles. Um. Okay. So we are at. No days off TV. Mm-hmm. So that's at N O D A Z E O F F TV mm-hmm. on Tumblr, on Instagram, Instagram, on as a Facebook, Facebook, and on um, uh, I believe on SoundCloud. Yeah, we're just no we're, days off. Yeah, and once this all gets posted up, that's where we'll be. All right, all right, folks. We'll um, talk to you again. soon. Love you guys. Mwah.